black helicopter crowd notion. The tyranny is always lurking just around the corner. It's nursing. Black helicopter crowd really is upset. The people are stupid and they're drunk. There'll be a revolution and they're going to lose. There are too many guns and too many people ready to fight them. I am a man of peace, but we have gangsters running this country. Criminals, gangsters. We're normal. We see total criminal takeover, the death of freedom. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm trying to awaken people, but look at the morons around you. They're zombies. Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Black Helicopter News. I'm your host, President Zen One, and we've got a great show for you today, per usual. Yeah. We'll be checking out what's making headlines, and later on we have a special report on the Clara's incident. Hostile UFOs kill two people and victimize dozens. And this is on UFOholic.com. All that and more coming up next. But first, ladies and gentlemen, well, folks, it's less than a week to go on the internship. And in less than a few days, I'll be entering a new phase of my life. And I'm embracing the unknown with open arms. I hope to find a job because the podcast does not pay very well. I'm kind of broke. The podcasts and producers of Black Helicopter News pay me just zero dollars an hour. I'm getting a call. That's first job that I can't accept right now because I'm doing an internship. So I guess I'll take that as a sign and not edit that out because maybe I'll at least have that as an income. So yeah, um, but the podcast does pay only zero bucks an hour. And you know, McDonald's in New York is getting 15 bucks an hour. So I I just want to say that I'm entertaining the world with my oddball humor. I've got listeners in the U.S., the U.K., Israel, Australia, Canada, and Nicaragua. Oh, and also the Czech Republic. This is reality, folks. Russia, France, Germany, and China. I'm not bragging, but we are reaching the masses and waking people up. That's why I'm being attacked on a daily basis by Democratic operatives, Republican establishment operatives, alphabet agencies, and the criminal media that's controlled by the CIA. And I don't know about you folks, but I've had quite enough of this. So that's why it's imperative for you to share this transmission with family, friends, and loved ones. They will thank you. They will love you. You will be awakening people by just showing them this. Listen, there's only a few people out in this world and in this podcast world that are speaking the truth to the masses. There's only a few leaders in the alternative media. We've got Joe Rogan, Adam Kokesh, Alex Jones, George Nori, David Icke, Jay Hernandez, Rupert Sheldrake, Damian Rucci, Graham Hancock, Andrew Robinson, Neil deGrasse Tyson, David Duke, John McAfee, Ron Paul, and the list goes on and on. Anyway, that's my rant. Now back to the news. Morgan Freeman off the mainstream media. This is on theantimedia.org. So recently, famed actor Morgan Freeman surprisingly made some commentary regarding the cable news media's coverage of the Baltimore uprising. And in an interview with the Daily Beast, Freeman said, Look at MSNBC. 
Fox News and CNN. Go between those three. It's just commentary. They're just commenting on things. And that's the truth, folks. Morgan Freeman is awake. He understands. Be like him, folks. MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, these are corrupt, state-controlled, CIA-controlled media sources. The New York Times said themselves they're no longer relevant. This is big, folks. The dinosaur media is coming to an end. And the new media revolution is rising from the ashes. That's folks like me, Ancient Aliens, Infowars, World Net Daily, The Drudge Report, The Damian Rucci Hour, David Icke, The Joe Rogan Podcast, Mark Marin, Tell Em Steve Dave, Kevin Smith. We are the leaders of this. Jay Hernandez, if I didn't say him already. George Nori, The Health Ranger. I can keep going and going. Joe Biggs, Michael Savage. Look, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but the mainstream media is the enemy. They are opinion, and their opinion is manipulating the masses, okay? This is not a joke. This is not rhetoric. This is not journalism. This is bias that's controlled by the people that pull the strings, the shadow government that control the the Federal Reserve, the criminal bankers that control the political system, the true elite of the world. And I'm thinking that it might be the Rothschilds, it might be George Soros, might be the Rockefellers. Either way, they're all globalists and they all are the ones killing us. And they're not going to give up until we're all dead. That's why there's cancer in the vaccines. Anyway, I totally agree with Morgan Freeman. I hope you folks too as well. I really do. Just for the sake of humanity. Next up, Italian court rules. Food theft, not a crime if hungry. Um, very rarely. In fact, this is the only time I've ever agreed with the Italian court. Not anything personal against them, just because I have never even knew they really existed. I never quite thought of them. And and they ruled such an amazing legal standpoint. And I think it's very pivotal for humanity. So stealing small amounts of food to stave off hunger is not a crime. Italy's highest court of appeal ruled. Because judges overturned a theft conviction against a man after he stole cheese and sausage. This man was homeless and he had taken the food because he needed the immediate essential need for nourishment. And the court decided it wasn't a crime. It all boils down to the fact, which has got a historical standpoint at this point moving forward, that the right to survival prevails over property. I totally agree. I'm not a socialist. You know, it's not that I don't agree with many of their policies. And it's not that I'm so against them. It's just that I am, in essence, I would consider myself more along the lines of an anarchist if I had to label myself. But that being said, yeah. I'd like to commend the Italian court because that's cutting edge civil rights right there. All right, next up, Birdman Talk on Ebro in the Morning on Hot 97 FM. So I checked this video out on YouTube. I was slightly interested in this story as it was burling. Birdman apparently went to Breakfast Club and basically cursed them out on the radio. He cursed out Charlemagne, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee. So these are three very popular New York radio hosts in the morning, arguably tied for number one against Hot 97, another New York rival. So it's one of the best morning shows out there in my local area of the United States. I 
I live in New Jersey. This is in New York. So we get the stations. Um, so what they were doing is they were really not pleasing him with the way they speak about him on the show. And they didn't show him any respect. So he had to go there and put them in their place and he left. So the interview lasted literally like a minute and five seconds or something along that manner. So you can check that out though. That's viral. You should know about that by now. But what the more interesting part of this story is that Birdman actually went on to, and if you don't know who Birdman is, he was a leading hip hop producer and, or should I say CEO of a record label. They are one of the most successful record labels independently. I'm not going to get too much into all the other aspects of this. I've got a, just a great clip I want to mention. He went on Hot 97, a rival station, to talk to Ebro in the morning, which actually is, is probably the number one station, Hot 97, in the local area, in my opinion. Ebro in the morning is great. Rosenberg and Laura Styles. So he had a conversation with them in which he got into some deep stuff. They it lasted 35 minutes. I'm not gonna give you the whole interview. You can go check that out on YouTube at 97 FM. If you're not from America, it's in New York, so just Google it. But it is it's it's a popular video on their channel. So it's 35 minutes long. I just have a couple obscure clips I'm sure nobody else in the game is going to use that um, I just wanted to reference. So, camera five, go. You know, I thought life was something different until I got incarcerated and um, I read the Bible and it made me change. Once I got in jail, it made me realize I could use my brains and I could be more powerful than a gun using my brains. And that's the method I took. And I did that from reading the Bible. Yeah, so that being said, man, you learn a lot from going to jail, man. You read the Bible, you learn about the opinions on guns. Birdman learned a lot from the Bible, and that's why he doesn't resort to the gunplay. That's why he is just sticking to the music, folks. So, um, what else could I say about that article? I would like Birdman to take into consideration that I'm giving him respect, and he should probably at least consider signing me because I'm also an artist. Check me out on ReverbNation.com slash PresidentZen1. I've got over 88 songs on that playlist, so check it out. I don't mind if you pause the episode and go listen to some music for a couple hours. Check out my stuff and then come back. So yeah, that about wraps that story up. Next up, animals don't have rights because they don't pay taxes, have bank accounts, or vote. This is on the dailymail.com. So there's this princess talking about, about animal rights, she said, but animals don't have rights. They don't have bank accounts. They don't vote. You only have rights if you pay your taxes. Well, you know what? Right off the bat, she caught a lot of backlash for those ignorant comments. I'm not going to read anymore, but... um. But this is total, total, no world order. Garbage, if you ask me. Um, she's saying these ridiculous statements. She's vile and just goes to show you that she's a princess. She's in this world with power, money, respect. And um, I'm looking at a picture of her now sitting next to the old seven-year-old tyrant, whatever her name is, the Queen of England. These people are pure pure evil. I've been hearing the reports of the Queen of England being a reptilian. I would not be surprised if that is the case. And if that's so, this woman's consorting with them and could possibly be one herself. So these people are lacking credibility. She's totally off base. And um, and she's a globalist. The New World Order or Illuminati, whichever you want to call it, is based primarily out of Europe. And a lot of the power comes from England and, um, and, and the UK. 
in the European region. So that being said, I mean, it sounded like a radical statement, what I said, but when you think about it after a couple minutes, it's not really that, that eyebrow raising at all. Like these people are psychopaths. They appointed themselves for some reason. They are princesses. No, why can't we be princesses? You know, these people, man. Moving on. I want to talk to you folks for a minute about Mark Costello. Who is Mark Costello? Well, if you don't know, in Red Bank, New Jersey, which is only 15 miles away from my home in Bradley Beach, there is a very famous comic book store named Jane Silent Bob's Secret Stash. They have a show on TV called Comic Book Man on AMC. Kevin Smith is the director behind many famous movies, from Clerks to Chasing Amy, Dogma, and much more. So... Kevin Smith has been phasing out his career into movies and more opening up into the podcast world. He has a network, an entire podcast network. He himself is on a podcast almost every day for hours. He is one of the leaders in the alternative media. I do see the people from the stash a lot. I've seen Kevin Smith there. I went there last summer. I walked in. The store smelled like eel. And then I saw him leaving at the back, getting into his sports car, driving away, blowing smoke to the air. But no, he's a very great guy. Kevin Smith is a local hero from where I am from. The Secret Stash is an important place, and it is a mecca of comic book stores. It's in Red Bank. It's been there for many years. 10, maybe 20 years. I remember going to it younger as a child with my father. This is a great place. It's a great comic shop. It's the best one I've ever seen. There are other good ones. There's a good one in Collingswood. So I don't want to, and another one in Shrewsbury. So I don't want to, um, and Ocean. I don't want to single out any comic book listeners that I have in the local area. Those are also great stores, but the Secret Stash is amazing, dude. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but Kevin Smith and the other members of the Secret Stash that work there all have podcasts between Smith and the assorted members of the Stash. They have between them like 20 pods, 20 podcasts. They record their show that's worldwide in that town, which I live next to. Well, there was a worker there that I had recently seen and become fairly acquainted with. His name was Mark Costello. No, he was a very good person. I seen him there. I came in there with my cousin, Carnage. And now with many random encounters with him at the stash, which were not memorable at all. You know, one that stands out if I had to find a memory to think of this guy. You know, I went there with my cousin. We talked. We talked about his favorite Amazing Spider-Man and mine. He liked the special issue, I believe it was 252, where the famous cover of Spider-Man swinging in his black suit. It was his first one since the Secret Wars miniseries that came out in the original headlining comic book of him in a black suit. It's it's iconic. He's swinging through in an orangish sunset and through the city carrying two kids, taking them to safety. This is an iconic cover. That was his favorite. And we talked, me and him were both fans of the black suit, of Spider-Man in a black suit in the alien costume. Um, But yeah, so... This is a great guy. He was friendly every time I seen him. He was upbeat. He was happy. And he appeared on many of the podcasts of the people at the stash and Kevin Smith. And he worked at the stash. He passed away a couple days ago. He appeared on the I Sell Comics podcast, which is a great podcast. He was beloved. And he'll be missed. 
So I just, this is, I wasn't even going to do this story, but I saw this today and I was like, okay, I was considering doing a podcast today or tomorrow or the next day. And then I heard he died and I was like, I got to put that in the podcast. And I was like, I better motivate myself to do it now because he definitely deserved it. Me and him bonded for, you know, the five minutes a day that you might bond with a random stranger. Hey, he liked the black suit Spider-Man. His favorite comic was Amazing Spider-Man 252. We'll be right Grammy back. Award winner and platinum recording artist, President Zen One. His debut studio album, Philosopher's Stone. Including the smash single, New World Order. President Zen One, Philosopher's Stone. The digital album, available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, and CDBaby.com. Get your copy today. Pump up the volume and let the music play. President Zen 1 with his new CD, Rorschach Test. Featuring the smash single, Project Bluebeams. Rorschach Test, available on iTunes, CDBaby, Reverb Nation, and other fine music stores. You can buy my new CD, Rorschach Test, and Philosopher's Stone, both for only $9.99. Check us out on Armageddon Records Shop or on eBay. I've got digital download cards of both EPs for sale. Or just inbox us at zen1music at gmail.com. What are you waiting for? Andrew Robinson here. At Armageddon Records Shop, we've partnered with eBay to expand our operation. My goal is to find the best deals on the highest quality products and give them to you at the lowest prices possible. The New World Order wants us dependent. We need to be self-sufficient. Visit us at ebay.com slash USR slash Armageddon Records Shop. Books, video games, clothing, and much more. New items every month. Armageddon Records Shop on eBay. And we're back. The Calaris Incident. Hostile UFOs kill two people, victimize dozens. This is on ufoholic.com and written by Anna Ionita. One of the most intriguing UFO investigations to date happened in Brazil in 77. Military squad came to support the island of Calaris, the residents of a small fishing village in the vicinity of the Atlantic coast because there were reports of unidentified flying objects and submersible devices that caught the attention of the military wanted to see if the stories were extraterrestrial in origin. And I've got a picture of some descriptions from this military report, which are very intriguing. I'm posting on Instagram immediately following the episode. The mission was in English translated to Operation Plate, and it was indeed intended to study the bizarre luminous sightings. I'm getting scared, folks. I need a sip of a beer. It was also intended to help the villagers that reported these sightings several times. Now, it all seemed to have a rational explanation until the captain and his crew encountered a UFO that lit up right above them. So if these folks deny UFOs because they're conditioned to believe that by the New World Order, these foolish people that think they have an idea on society and reality, and they're just so scared to open their mind because if they have to question reality, it will not make them feel safe to know the truth that we aren't safe. We're lucky to be alive. That's why we got to be happy and love every day. Tell people we love that we love them daily. And share this podcast with family, friends, and loved ones. But anyway, the object had the shape of a disc 
as you could imagine, and made bizarre noises, like an air conditioner. The object was hovering. It emitted a yellow glow, turned blue, and then dashed towards the sea. The report was forwarded to another base commander, and the captain was made leader of one of the biggest UFO investigations in written history. He returned with specialists, photographers. They interviewed over 300 folks, people that saw the lights. These objects went under the water and out of the water and flew and moved swiftly. I've got pictures of this. I'm going to post it. The location was also a hotbed for UFOs, folks. Brazil is a hotbed for UFO sightings, and it's amazing, and it's interesting. And, you know, and I just want to take a quick pause. People are always quick to debunk UFO videos and pictures. They say this or that. Well, let me just take, say a couple quick things. Yeah, so lighting. Lighting this and that. The lighting is wrong. Well, if an object or something is disobeying the laws of physics, I doubt the shadows are going to be obeying physics. Second of all, there are thousands and thousands upon hundreds of thousands of UFO videos and pictures out there. And people are saying they're all fake. Well, I do know from logic and intellectualism that saying always or all or every time is is, is an impossibility of a statement. So you can't say everything is fake. So since everyone is feels comfortable saying everything is fake, that much we do know. Only the few brave people that don't follow the crowd like me that get attacked daily. We question reality. The others just conform to it and just become enslaved and, and worship this, the enslavers. But I feel that if there's so many of these pictures and every one of them has been regarded as fake, that cannot be. Everything and all cannot be true all the time. You can't say all women are this, all men are that. There is always anomalies and outliers and differentiations. So that's what that's those are my two arguments against these type of people that attack me saying all these discrediting things about me. They're the ones that are discredited. They're the ones that are enslaved and they're not awake. They're mental slaves. So, um I'm here to wake you up, save you from your mental slavery, but hey, if you don't want to wake up, hey, they say the teacher will appear when you're ready. So, you know, when you're ready, I'm sure you'll find somebody that's willing to guide you. I'm more than willing to be a positive male role model in people's lives. To spread the truth without sensationalism or fanfare. We're an underground grassroots movement. I just want to give you some, give you some highlights of an interview with UFO Magazine and the, the captain. He said that there was, um, he was following orders, he did his thing, they saw lights, basically, as a team, they saw lights. They said people were touched by a light, a ray of light, and it basically had the effect of sucking blood out of them. Many women also had the strangest marks on their left breasts with puncture marks. These people had blood sucked out. And that would make sense with the theory that I proposed that some of these aliens are demons because demons like blood. But it's crazy. There are these demons flying around, these serpents and flying discs draining buckets of blood from innocent folks. And they're calling them, you know, trying to say maybe it's chupacabra. They're trying to come up with all these explanations, explain how it's not aliens. But, you know, these are extraterrestrial biological entities. They're not human. They're humanoid. They could be from Hollow Earth, and they're not extraterrestrial in that case. They could be from the moon. We don't know. 
But, you know, they all admitted to themselves as a team. They saw these lights. And they knew that their objectives were completed when they saw these. They saw the hotspots. They studied. This is military in another country. They wouldn't lie. scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us, just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> My sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. people that have taken your asses out in this building right now we're armed to the teeth and we're not scared you got that you sons of bitches in 2012 your agency was saying quote the salafists the muslim brotherhood and al-qaeda in iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in syria mm -hmm. in 2012 the u.s was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups why did you not stop that why didn't you come forward before what were you waiting for well for you inspector i needed you Suddenly, I had this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? Another lady told him that she had been attacked by the Chupa Chupa. She had the mark on her left breast. She started hallucinating. Lady was half asleep. She got the red ray. It blasted her breast. This story is fascinating. Interestingly, a couple months after the interview with the captain, he was found hanged outside his home. It was probably an alphabet agency. 
They like to kill people that are on the border of telling the truth. That's why I'm doing it because, you know, I'm single. I got a lot of time on my hands. I play some video games. I download movie scripts and criticize them. Um, I'm annoying. I'm, I'm just uh, an outcast, a social outcast. I watch wrestling. I uh, So, I mean, I got the time on my hand to uh, fight the New World Order. So, I'm thinking that it's a good idea. They hung this man. He was their own people. This proves my point when I already mentioned this. The New World Order, they kill their own people. They kill those that follow orders. So you think you're safe following orders being released upon the populace to, to terrorize. But, you know, you can be dishonorable and terrorize the population in the name of the beast and the seven-headed dragon. But as soon as you do their dirty work, they're going to get rid of you. They don't like to leave any trace or evidence of their nefarious plan. The conspiracy against us. Yeah.